Hello, everyone. Welcome to Jewess the Blonde Edition, episode number twenty-nine. Wow. My name is Jen. I'm single, ready to mingle here in New York City, and I'm Derica, and I'm married and very harried. That's right, guys. And we talk about love, relationships, dating, pet peeves, anything. Just because we don't want to pay for therapy, and you guys let us just talk to you. We are ourselves. We are our own guilty pleasure. Yes, we are, Derica. Episode twenty-nine. Oh my god. We are getting so old. You know what this is? This is the Jennifer Aniston age forever. Forever. We're forever 29. Forever 29. We are nothing past 29. We don't even get to 29 and a half. Soon no one's going to want to date us. So I feel like there is (laughs) more value now in dating older podcast women. I hope so. Because I think we have more to offer. I think we do. We have some life experiences. We have some wisdom. Yeah. Over 30 is the way to go. I think so, guys. Yeah. 30 is the new 20 anyways. I agree. All right. <laughs> so, Jen. How was your week, Derica? It was fabulous. As everyone knows, I'm moving. Oh, I mean, um, yay. Oh, oh, it's like she's further. Okay, guys, this is this is what I was saying. I think Derica and I are going to get closer in a relationship because she's moving a little further away. Therefore, it takes more effort to be in a relationship. I'm not moving that much further. Okay, but you're going to be a little bit further. Therefore, like... When I left D.C., I feel a little closer to some of my friends now because we actually make the effort to get together because we know we can't see each other all the time. Because you actually have to cross a park. Yeah. Which is, like, really hard. It is. It can be. You're vagrants and animals. I know. If you... I've actually walked across Central Park at night. There yeah. were rats that I could take a ride on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rats. I, I, I'm not going to ask if you tried. I didn't. But I was like, holy crap, you could really... That's a way to get around the subway Catch a ride on one of those monsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, um, thank you. Anyway, <laughs> how was your week, it was, Jennifer? It was good. One of our lovely, amazing <clears throat> um, Jewesses, Jewesses listener and previous mm-hmm. guest on the podcast... Um, actually came to visit us. Ooh, that's right. How was it? It was, um, Shelly, shout out to Shelly, the Kelly Kapowski of LA, the Jewish Kelly Kapowski. Um, it was so great. It was so fun. Love when people come to visit me. We talked about dating the entire weekend, so I almost felt like it was a, like, intensive therapy, um, dating workshop. We, we just talked about, we, like, talked about different theories and things like that. And what was fun was we went to we went to WeWork. Uh-huh. Um, WeWork is crazy expensive. If anybody from WeWork um, is listening to this, I'm looking for a discount. <laughs> Just saying. You get to listen to this for free, so you might as well give something to me. We need to barter here. Yeah, we're bartering. Um, services, right? Services, yeah. So, um, anyways, we went to WeWork. It was, it was really... Fun. I got some free coffee. And then, um, because we just decided to, we decided to do a conference call mm-hmm. with her brother where we talked about dating as well. So it was like a whole family affair. We talked about dating. And Shelly was talking about some, you know, she's had some dates that have been creepy. I've had dates that have been creepy. And so it came to fruition yes. that I believe we should have siblings or friends act as a, a one-step barrier between our dates. Like a dating sponsor. Like a dating sponsor. 
So basically, there's a layer there. And not only the sponsor part, but they'll weed out the completely wrong person for you. Okay. So this is like a big topic. Yeah, this is huge, guys. But... And see, I kind of feel that if you can't weed out your own dates, you shouldn't be dating. Okay, Derica, some of us, (laughs) some of us are in recovery. Okay. (laughs) That doesn't mean we can't be part of society like everybody else. Right. We just need a little bit of help. Okay. Okay. So So when I'm talking about, it's like AA for dating. It's like you have a sponsor, you call them up when you're about to do something wrong. Like you're, oh, I really should feel in that, yeah, that urge. The, the urge, I really shouldn't go out with this you guy. Really need that but he's fix. offering dinner at a really nice place. Oh, sponsor, what do I do? What do I do, sponsor? So like what what's your fix then? What what is what it what is your advice? I mean, like let's say they got like tickets to like a really good show and I'm like eh, this is really not the right guy for me I would have to call my sponsor and say sponsor what should I do because they're offering something that you want to do yeah but but mainly men you hear that yeah Jen can't say no to a nice activity <laughs> so listeners I mean, if you want to date Jen yeah just produce you know an option for a really nice activity that is true that is her vice that's true and so the the job of the sponsor would be not only to remind you of the reasons why you might be dating said person, right? but also to remind you of the things that you need to avoid. For instance, I've oftentimes told my friends, hey, if you see me dating X, Y, or Z type of guy, please say something to me. Because I need that reminder because when I'm in the moment, it's very hard to make the rational decision. Right. But when I'm out of it, that's when I say, hey, people, I need, I'm, it's a cry for help. I'm help, help me help myself. Basically. See, I am torn. I believe that you should always, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that's the problem. That's probably with why it took Phil and I like, yeah, so, but, but I, I always do give people the benefit of the doubt that maybe this is someone different. Maybe they're really going to. You know, change, change. They're gonna change. Grow. No, oh. no, 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 no. I don't. You like the word change? Uh, the word grow. Okay. Or they're really trying. Or um, <clears throat> I always believe in in the, that. Well, like, I'm a don't, bit of an optimist. Okay, I I appreciate that. I respect that, and I take that in. And I will say that if you have the right framework, then yes, that could be the direction it goes in. Right. But these are the people that have the wrong framework for me. And that's where, um, that's where dating sponsors would come in handy for a multitude so you need of like reasons. Dating AA. You need, yeah. you need like dating AA. Yeah, not only me though. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of amazing friends Isn't this that I have. Dating AA right here, but it's pretty. It's pretty not anonymous. It's kind of not anonymous. But it's dating not anonymous on the show. <laughs> Everybody tell us your name. <laughs> um, I just think like you know how you have those friends, Erica, that no matter what they do, they always date the wrong person, like yes. a really not good person. So if they had a dating sponsor, mm-hmm. hopefully that would help them avoid some of those mistakes. I see your point. I see yeah. your point. All right, like they have good intentions, but they sometimes can't see past a certain quality that might attract them, but then they have these other qualities that really are not good for them. I see. So it's like, he's you're not compatible, you don't like him, but he wants to go to a Rangers game. Yeah, and that you, might be fun. And you don't even <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, listeners? Go Rangers! Okay, so dating sponsors, I hear you. I don't know. I'm I don't kind think of it's a bad idea. I think I'm kind of of the opinion if you're in recovery, maybe you don't you shouldn't have a spot. 
Like, don't date. Derica, how dare you alienate us from the rest of society? No, I mean, just just be able to, like... Don't just put us in a corner. No, but I mean, I don't know. I'm, you know, I just... Listen, nobody's perfect, and sometimes you just need some guidance. I see, I see. Okay, that I'm for. I'm, I'm always for guidance. Maybe we shouldn't call them a sponsor, but more like a guide. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Okay, so next topic. Next is topic. What's this one called, Erica? Shiny toy. Ooh, shiny toy. Goldie's looking at us. She's like, oh. is, that, is that the shiny toy? She wants yes. to play with the Our shiny live toy. studio audience is in the room today. <laughs> yeah. That would be Goldie and Sammy, the two lovely doggies. Yes. Aww. She's shaking. She's so cute. Okay. okay. She's looking at me with those loving eyes. I have to ignore her. She wants to pee. Okay. Oh, dear. Okay. Okay. Shiny toy, dear. Shiny toy. So what is this? Okay, this so is, this okay, is okay, okay. So guys, um, I'm going to talk about this in a general sense, in a more specific sense. In general, there have been times where I've dated guys or have gone on dates with guys, and I feel as though I represent the shiny toy. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I am like the toy that you're really excited to take out of the box and play with and show to all of your friends and <laughs> brag about. But then after a while, you get tired of me. Are you, are you like, Tickle Me Elmo? Are you like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what they what they do now. I have are no idea. Like, are you a Sony PlayStation? Like the, like the brat dolls or something? Yeah. yeah. So after a while, you get tired with that toy and you need to move you play, on. You play with it for like a week nonstop. Yeah. And, yeah. Then and you're like, mm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, that's a terrible way to figure it out. Like, Mom, you can donate this to the next kid. And okay, so 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 Jen is saying this because <laughs> we call it shiny toy, but yeah. I think it's like just coming on really strong. Okay, that's part of it. So what I'm saying here with the shiny toy is basically somebody gets very excited about you. Okay, they yeah. get very excited about the idea of you spending time with you. What the possibility? Of I think they're just excited that like they met someone who is attractive and mm-hmm. smart and funny. Well, I mean, thanks, Erica. Keep going. I know. I mean, stop, but keep like, going. Their brains, like... I know. I, I know. Like, we've all been there where you're on a date with a guy, and they're just, like, giving you all these compliments. Right, right. Because you're so fantastic. And they're just like... Yeah. It's like, wow. And, like, you wish your ex-boyfriend who you wanted to marry would say those yeah, things. Yeah, that jerk. But, like, they never did. <laughs> Right? They never did. And you, like, know this guy for, like, 20 minutes. And he's saying all the right things. Yeah. But you're like, I just met you. I don't know you. Right. So why are you saying all these things? Exactly. So it makes you suspicious. So, so Derricka, in the more specific sense of this, since I said I would talk about it in a more general sense yeah. and then more specific, I went on a date recently, and, you know, um, never met, I didn't know this guy from, I met him on an app. And it it was a good date, but I did feel as though I was the shiny toy. And, you know, there's good, the good aspect and bad aspect. I felt like uh, I was being complimented, which was great, right. but it got to the point where I personally don't know how to... Does it feel fake? It doesn't feel fake. It just, it's overwhelming for me because I, I feel like I don't know how to handle it. Like, after the first time saying this or that... Um, I kind of like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm glad you feel this way, but I don't know what to do from there. I hear you. Um, I would feel really bad if a listener never felt like this. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we all know everybody out there has been a shiny yeah, toy. You've all been a shiny toy and, to somebody. And to be fair, I do want to kind of say, in terms of the shiny toy, I'm not saying that the person is 
has a nefarious kind of uh, uh, reasoning behind yeah. it. They're not trying to do something. What I'm saying is that you are presenting them with something that they thought they couldn't have. Right. They're excited about. So, therefore, you all of a sudden become elevated as this, as this new exciting thing in their life. So, they might not even have, like had this before or like they might actually want to have a serious relationship but the way in which they're treating it is like it's a new toy i hear you yeah um i felt that way i've had that happen to me you like want it to work because you're like oh my gosh you like me so much yeah but if there's no chemistry right i think it just takes time and also um but you feel like they're gonna get sick and bored of you I mean, because that's you're impossible. Call, you're calling it shiny new toy. Right. Which implies that once you're not shiny and new anymore. Well, here's the thing there's hidden functions in that toy. <laughs> I just didn't wait around long enough for. <laughs> there's like the secret code, the hotline that you call. I know. I, I felt that way. I, I remember dating a couple guys and I was like, I, you don't know me. Right, right. So that's the thing. It's, it's, it's kind of taking all of that with a grain of salt, being flattered by it, but also being very realistic and keeping your eyes open. And why do guys do that? So that's a really good question. Listeners, if there's any guys on here... Um, now, you said it has, it has something to do with their light being on. Like, their light was yes. on. The taxi oh, light okay. was on. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. You guys, we've talked about this in previous podcasts where the taxi light is on or off. And what we mean by that is whether they are ready for a serious committed relationship or they're really, they're not, their light is not on. Right. They are not ready. They're just doing the drive by. So his the light, their light, that guy's light is on. That guy's light is on. So. But it might be malfunctioning. Like the bulb might be too bright. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just like saw, you're like attractive, funny, smart. <laughs> right. It's like, stop for this customer. <laughs> right. Right. He's like so excited. I'm going to get the biggest tip. Yeah, he's like so excited. He picked up a fare. <laughs> He's like, where do you want to go? I'll take you anywhere. And you're like, I'm just going four blocks away. Yeah, he was like, it's a cold winter night, and I had no customer. Yeah, and there she was, just on the corner. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that it is a turnoff for me. Yeah, you want it to work. Yeah, because you're like, no one, the guys that I like don't do this. Right, right. But I also think guys like that, they just, it always makes me feel like they just like, they just love love. They love love. And like, you don't know me from a hole in the wall. Right, but so they want just, to you, love. I know, and that also makes me think like, is everyone else like homely, dumb, and unattractive? I, I think so, yeah. I mean, no, our, our listeners are beautiful. But, I know, but, but like, I think everybody why else probably are you is. so excited? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, that's um, a good question. I don't know. It, um, I would love to see like a brain chemistry graph thingy, like yeah. an MRI of yeah. somebody's like, where in the brain, if there was an actual real shiny toy yes. versus this, would it be in the same part of the brain? I don't know. This is a scientific study. Scientific study. Okay, next on sci-fi Jewess. Sci-fi dating edition. Sci-fi dating edition. <laughs> okay. So, we don't know why men do this. I'm sure listeners, you've had this. We've and, all had this. And I bet you anything, if, if you were to ask <laughs> a guy this, first of all, he probably doesn't realize he's doing it. But also, if, if he did realize he's doing it, he probably doesn't know why yeah. he's doing it. It's it, probably, most likely, Derek, is something involuntary. But... Um, something to look out for. Well, I hope it works out with 
whenever this happens because I think that... I mean, according to this guy, I was perfect. Because if someone who thinks you're that perfect, you have to... Because when you first meet, that's the best you're ever going to be. Oh, yeah. It's just going to go downhill from there. Oh, yeah. So if he's that in love with you and he doesn't know you... Yeah, it's amazing. It's going to go great. Thank you. I appreciate that. So... Ooh. My, this is my favorite okay. segment. Okay, okay, okay. Next topic is call, call me maybe. maybe. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I didn't meet you. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> but here's my <laughs> number, and I'll call call you maybe. Call you maybe. Okay. Okay. So the reason why we do this thing <laughs> is because can, can I just tell the yeah, story? Yeah, go right it's ahead. So there. funny. <laughs> so Jen is on Swiper or Swipe a Dite, Swipe a Do, Swipe a Dite, Swipe a Do. Yeah, on J J J J Dump or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted them to be a sponsor. No, I'm sorry, J Swipe. And um, it wasn't J Swipe; it was a different. Act. It was it was J or I don't know. So anyway, so um, she she meets she matches with this guy. I don't understand how these apps work. And they're talking, and he's like, "Do you want to meet?" Right. And she's like, "Let's talk first, which I think is a perfect reasonable. Well, request. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't a serial killer. Right. You just want to like talk, like if there's any chemistry right. on the phone, like you just want to have a conversation. Keep in mind, guys, these are people that I've never met, had no references for, right? And I think it's a smart thing to talk on the phone. Okay, more. okay, fine. I'm, I'm for that. Even the the street agrees. Yeah. So, um, he's like, he he goes into this whole thing how. In the midrash, it's better not to talk on the phone yeah. or something, and he doesn't like to talk on the phone. Right. Okay, so that's a little strange. Kind of strange. And, and, then, and then I'm Googling, Derica, I was Googling. You were Googling the midrash? Yeah, because I was like, midrash, Sinai, Ben, yeah. Shmono, Ben uh-huh. Moshe. So you, then you <laughs> respond to him that if you're, and he says he's serious and he wants to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his profile, everybody... It, it's very serious looking. He writes in there that he's looking for something serious, okay? So then you go, if you're looking for something serious, you shouldn't have so many obstacles or something. Yeah, I was, okay, Derek, at this point, first of all, it's a very big indication when you first meet someone and their priority and their focus is not on your comfort level. Right. Right? So, like, I said to him... I feel comfortable talking to you before right. meeting you in person. And he said... Just to see if there's any chemistry. Right. Sometimes there's no chemistry. And he basically said, I don't care. That doesn't work for me. You need to work with what I want. Yeah. And so already at that point, I was like, nope, I'm not no. going out with this guy. But because I had nothing to lose, Derica, I decided to teach this guy a lesson. And you told him where to well put it. I just basically said, listen, it's very clear that you're looking for something serious. Just heads up. I, I'm not exactly sure what makes you uncomfortable about speaking to someone on the phone before meeting, but if you're actually looking for marriage or something along those lines, why are you creating an extra barrier for yourself? True statement. True freaking statement. So then <laughs> he goes, this is the best part, he goes, give me your number, I'll call you maybe. maybe. That's why we call this segment. Call call you Ooh, maybe. It's like, oops, I just met you on whatever site. <laughs> So, here's my number. I'll I'll call call you maybe. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. So, (laughs) this is crazy. Call. (laughs) This is crazy. I'll call you maybe. So, this is crazy. Literally, this is crazy. I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah. I was looking at the messages. I could not believe this guy. Was just like, what? Like, what planet? What? No. So many no's. 
And this is what gets me frustrated, Derek, is that I hear guys as well complaining about being single and not finding the right person. But then you encounter situations like this. And I imagine this guy, I'm sure he's complained to plenty of people. Oh, I can't find the right girl. And this is not, I, I can't find anybody. Well, they, that if they don't conform to his program. Right. So sometimes you have to look within yourself. Are you creating extra barriers that don't need to be there? Well, yeah. He can't even call. He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't know how a phone works. Maybe I should give him the benefit of the doubt like you no, usually do. girl. He can use Jay Gumper. <laughs> maybe his friend is, like, sending all the messages for him, like, or maybe it's an 85-year-old man, and he doesn't want me to call him to find this out is, he's an 85-year-old man. This is just man. going down, yeah. I'm so, just saying. I'm just so saying. So, guys, like, if a girl wants to talk to you, just just talk to her, for God's sakes. Okay. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. And he'll call her, maybe. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Yeah, he, he, FYI, he never got my number. Okay. So. Okay. Okay, uh, now it's time for Pop Culture, culture Update. Ping! Okay, so our pop culture is, our first topic is Cory Booker. Oh my gosh. Was on Wendy Williams. Now, oh my gosh, you know how much I love Wendy Williams. I know, you do. As soon as I, <laughs> I said Cory Booker was on Wendy Williams, you were like, I know! I literally watched it for about five minutes. I'm sure you watched the whole thing. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> What if I miss something good? So, Wendy Williams was drilling him hard, She though. was. She was. And he, I mean, he was being very political about yeah. it. It was kind of annoying, actually. So, he dates Rosario Dawson. Right. Who's like a movie star. Good for him. And um, he, she was drilling him, like, why aren't you married? Are you going to propose? And She asked the boxers or briefs. and She did. Yeah, she did. And, oh, you didn't see this part. They they have the hot seat. Okay. Where they ask you these really tough questions. What did, what did she ask him? It, who would you rather, Beyonce or Rihanna? Oh, what did he say? Oh, he said neither. No, no. He said, okay, first he said, neither. I don't want to be with that. But Wendy was like, no, 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 that's a cop out. Assuming everybody is single. So then he picked Beyonce. Okay. Yeah. And then she asked him, boxers or briefs, and he refused to answer that question. Oh. And I can't remember the last question. But anyways, yeah, that's the hot seat. I feel like his PR guy is going to get fired <laughs> for this, or whoever does. Who booked him on Wendy Williams? Whoever booked him, his, his agent, whoever booked him right. on Wendy Williams, that wasn't the best. You know, it was so funny. Wasn't the highest brow show to book a presidential hopeful. <laughs> Listen, I love Wendy. I but know. I, I see what you're saying. I have to say the funniest thing was when, because apparently, I guess he was mayor. Can we get Carrie Booker? Cory Booker on two. Cory! Cory, Cory, we have lots we of questions. We won't ask you we anything. We won't ask you anything about Boxer or Bruce. No, we definitely won't. That's not part of you our... You know you won't answer it, yeah. so it's fine. Um, the funniest thing is, I guess he was mayor or of some, Newark. Of N- Newark, New Which Jersey. Which is a crap hole. Sorry right. if you're so, Newark. So Wendy Williams like he was going on about Newark, New Jersey and like all these yeah. new jobs and the, you know, which is wonderful, wonderful, positive things. And like the edge you know of If you add crap to crap, you know what? It's still crap. Oh gosh. Yeah, sorry. that's true. Newark. Okay. So this was hilarious because Wendy literally sat there. She's like, I'm sorry, Corey, but when I think of Newark and then she just went off and you could see him being like straight face, like, I hear what you're saying, Wendy. Um, yeah. But I really have to say that there's more economic growth in Newark than there has been in the surrounding towns. Oh. Yeah, I've been to Newark, by the way, recently. Have you? I had to pick up Phil <coughs> from the train station. How was it? The fact that I got lost, it, it, is, it, is, it is beyond, it is the crap hole of yeah. America. When I think of a crap hole of America... <laughs> Newark Penn Station is like the worst. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Corey, I'm not feeling your love for Newark. Okay. Anyways, that was funny. Um, appreciate having an interesting guest on Wendy Williams and appreciate that you watched that episode. I watched part of it. Part yeah. Of yeah. 
I appreciate that you walk, watch it. You well, thanks. Job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, okay. The next part of our pop culture update is a Real Housewives okay. of New Jersey. New Jersey. It's because New we're Jersey. It's a New Jersey, New Jersey pop culture yes. day. Okay. So we all know Teresa Judice and yes. Joe Judice. So Teresa's the, the table flipping one. She's the table flipping. You don't yeah. want to mess with her. She'll flip a table. She'll right flip on. a table. She okay. went to jail. She did hard time. And Joe Judy. Joe. Joe Two dice. Yeah, he also, also went to time. jail. Yeah. And then he got deported. Well, first before they got deported, they got really cut at jail. Like, they yeah. got, like, super buff. Maybe and, I should go shit. to jail. Maybe? It's like the jail workout. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Why is that not a thing? Yeah. They should They should market, like, a weight loss program. Right. As, like, jail. A jail. Like, and then have away. Teresa and Joe, Joe be the spokesper- spokesperson. Yeah, because they're already reality stars. Yes, get cut. Yeah, get cut like our reality friends. Yes. Okay. Any, anyway. Yeah. So um, you might have to be. Lo- I don't know if you could. I, you might have to get um, a, a reprieve from work for a few yes, months. For yes, this. probably. It's at least a good like three to four months in. I see that. Yeah. So <laughs> they went to. Um, well, he got, he basically, the, the backstory is that he was never naturalized as a U.S. citizen. His, Why? His parents came in, they got the permanent residency, and as an adult, uh, they never did anything, and then as an adult, he never, which means he never voted, um, uh-huh. and so he never became a U.S. citizen. How? Uh, he just decided not to do it. But he could have. He could have done it. There was no reason why he, he just could. was lazy. Yeah. Here's my here's my philosophy. And they deported him. Right. So he was doing something shady, which is what ended him in jail. Like the wire transfer, the money, something with money, something with some money. fraudulent thing. Right. While you're in the midst of your shady business, just think in the back of your head. Gosh, I'm not a U.S. citizen. Maybe I should become a U.S. citizen first, then, in case I have to go to ICE and right. get deported. So he's a citizen of Italy. Yeah. Because he was born in Italy. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so so poor, he got deported to the land of pasta and, not, pr- and primavera. I have to say, when I think of getting deported, I don't think of getting deported to Italy. I know. It's so, a beautiful place. So I'm sure he's fine there. But they don't... He can't see his wife. But I hear she's going there to visit. Yeah, but I think they're breaking up. I know. It's, it's, I think it's, maybe it's for the best. First of all, they did a crime together, so... No, she didn't. She did. She went to jail. But for what, though? She said she, she was a... Know. Oh come! Well, if she didn't know, but what they convicted. What was the crime? Fraud? It was yeah. It was like something with money. Okay. It was a white collar crime, of course. Yeah, because they have that nice house. So yeah, it's a white collar crime. So, anyways, um, more TBD on that. But Joe's in Italy eating some homemade pasta. So he is not doing too. Not so too I don't, shabby I don't feel Joe. too bad for him. I mean, New Jersey or Italy, right? Oh, right. I'm going to deport you to Newark. Yeah, that would be. You know what? <laughs> Hey, Ice, that would have been a worse punishment. Probably. <laughs> Ship them to New York, <laughs> not to Italy. Right. All right. All right. All right, guys. So <laughs> we had a fun topic. Um, sorry if you're from New Jersey. No, we, we love you all. We all love of our you listeners. all. My dad and We do not discriminate against any of our listeners no. or where they're from. <clears throat> Bridge and Tunnel. No, just kidding. No, no. Well, just kidding. We don't okay, discriminate. Okay, guys, this was an amazing episode. This is an amazing episode. Shiny Toys, Call Me Maybe, and Dating Sponsors. I loved it. How could you get better than that? And poor New Jersey. Oh. All right. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to like and subscribe. We're on Podbean and on iTunes, and we're on Facebook 
Facebook under Jewess the Blonde Edition and on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to subscribe, like, DM us, do whatever you want. Make sure that you follow us because we're millennials and we need affirmation. We do. Guys, everybody have a good week and Jewess is out. Bye. We're just two girls living on the Upper West Side.